0: Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on! You're now part of the Fastest Hour in Radio presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need help you get them installed and back on the road with a smile find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com on today's show carlos scone is back toyota takes on tesla and a 2023 cadillac lyric road test by bud all that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with bud and tim right now on north Georgia's news talk wdun Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim De Pasquale, upholster to the stars. Tim, how you doing today, man? I'm good, Bud. How are you today? I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. We got okay. the timer on. You we got, got the, it's actually uh, running I, I, and everything. I know. I know. We're in a different we're in a different studio today, and Bud's got to keep track of time. Mm-hmm. So anything could happen here. Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta. Yeah. It's got Just Track it going mm-hmm. on today. Okay. Uh, that was founded in 2012. I didn't know it was that, that long ago that they wow. started the school. But you can bring in your own vehicle mm-hmm. and find out what you can wring out of it. Okay. And so it's a very driver-friendly school. It's not a racing school as such. It's mm-hmm. just track it. You know, They'll put a, dri- a driver in with you, a trainer in with you, an instructor. Right. Show you your way around the track and help you get what you can get out of your vehicle. That would be interesting. Yeah, we well could take, you know, you could take Little, little, Eddie. little Eddie out there. Take the Mustang take my Escape take out there Eddie. and uh, we wouldn't be racing, but we could yeah. find out how to get the best
1: time out of it. I could see that guy say, Let me out at turn two. <laughs> Just let me out. I'm getting out. I'm not riding with you like well, this. Well, it's
0: a good, it's a low price and it helps you to enjoy your performance car right. uh, today and tomorrow. So mm-hmm. next weekend, the 22nd and 23rd, and they're not kidding about this, is the SCCA Summer Sizzle. Okay. Sports Car Club of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be hot. Yeah. But that is an excellent way, if you want to get involved in racing, mm-hmm. to go out there, meet people at a grassroots level and a semi-pro level. Right. Maybe volunteer your talents. Oh, yeah. It's worth the price of admission mm-hmm. you know, if you want to get into the racing business. Sure. So, why not? Why Why not? How about snacks across America? I was at the Atlanta Motor Speedway this past weekend for the big race. Uh, good time, other than me breaking my toe, mm-hmm. which had nothing to do about being around race cars. How I, did that happen? Getting but... out of the shower, I stubbed my toe. Oh. <laughs> well, it had a little step-in shower thing, and I'm not used to that.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you have to. I, actually... I am used to
0: taking showers, but I mean, I'm not. Uh, I wasn't used to the. the so continuing. you don't wear your
1: glasses in the shower? Uh, no. Evidently, no. no okay. Anyway. Well, and you don't look down either. No. So, anyway, anyway, worn. I just meant we we'll have to get you some steel-toe shower shoes.
0: It's all right. I I've hobbled around. The last four miles and so my see, adventure. yeah it's good because i'd walk like 15 miles before i did that you know mm-hmm. walking around the facility but uh it, it was cool you know what i didn't realize was going to go on this weekend it was an anniversary for goodyear tires mm-hmm. whoever won the race this past sunday and i don't even remember who it was we had another adventure going on uh, by the time the race was ending yeah called rain uh-huh. and get the stuff out of the rain um but whoever won the race in the NASCAR race was the 2,000th win for Goodyear Tires. Oh, wow. And yeah. you're
1: talking about the at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Atlanta Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, the folks there were great. Saw oh, Brandon yeah. there and mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, caught up with Kyle Petty and Larry McReynolds and some other folks. Wow. Have and are going to be on the podcast. Okay. The future,
1: so. Rubbing elbows it, with the yeah. high and mighty. Yeah. Go, bud, go.
0: But the, the, the snack, the favorite snacks at the racetrack were yes we 've been talking about favorite snacks all month. I should uh you know let people know about that. We started with July about different snacks in different states. Mm-hmm. well, pralines are the snack of choice in Georgia, apparently, and uh, they had the you know they had the pralines with the cinnamon on them and okay all that stuff that you could buy and kettle corn. I know kettle corn's not an official snack, but well, i love I love no, kettle I, corn you know well, you were talking about uh earlier in the day we were we were chit chatting you were talking about Vermont. They got some severe weather going on down there but oh when when they're not you know when they're not flooded what is what's a favorite snack in vermont
1: oh lord uh
0: you had to, <laughs> i'd have to let's
1: see i'd have to look that up it's under the v's in it's, your uh, in your uh, um, in your
0: state guide that you have there
1: yeah mine ends at at the s's oh to, no here we go vermont um Hot maple, drizzle hot maple syrup over freshly crushed ice, or you could use snow. Then you twirl the sticky syrup onto a wooden pop stick. serve it Vermont style with a plump cake donut and a pickle on the side. There's no way I'm eating that.
0: That was a pickle. that
1: That's where my if wife you, is from. You, there, no wonder. No wonder. I, I should have read this before I
0: met her. If <laughs> you if you'd, you'd stopped me at the at the the ice and the the maple syrup, I would have said, "Wait, just right there. Let's put some bourbon in it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, okay. That's interesting wow. stuff. You yeah. know, I was thinking about. Uh, I heard a commercial coming in uh, uh, into town last week, uh, and it was it was about old commercials. It was a mm-hmm. uh, podcast I was listening to. And remember the San Francisco's treat, remember? Oh yeah, rice and Rice Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny the how San Francisco. I don't think. I don't know what the. What is the official food of California? Didn't the official
1: snack food is guacamole? Really? Yes, of course it is. You knew that, bud. No,
0: you know what I thought it was? Hmm. At least in San Francisco, Fruit Loops.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, let's wash that little. down with some Bud Light. Yeah, let's get away from the.
0: Oh gosh, let's get away from the snacks and, and the Bud Light for sure. Okay. Carlos, Carlos is in the news. Your Carlos Ghosn. Tell us what he's up to. Well, now. the former
1: CEO of Nissan and Renault is back in the news um, because now he has a lawsuit. He has filed suit in Lebanon against Nissan and two other companies and 12 named individuals of crimes including defamation, slander, and libel, and fabricating material evidence, which is true. You know, uh, it's unfortunate that Nissan executives had to attack Carlos Ghosn personally to prevent French government interference in a Japanese company because what was going to happen with the they were pressuring him to get into this merger Renault and Nissan the French government being socialist the way they have it set up is at some point uh, they would have control of the Nissan stocks because that's how they control their stock market so when they've got enough stock they you know a uh, percentage wise then they can control the company and of course the Nissan the, the Japanese people did not want The French to have any control over their company I get that but I don't understand why the only way they thought they could get around it all was to attack Carlos Ghosn Personally, which they did ruin his life and if he does win the lawsuit I'm sure they're gonna tell him. Yeah, just come to Osaka and we'll write you a check. <laughs>
0: yeah. probably where not. he is
1: still a wanted man well, by the way
0: what's he going to do with a, a billion dollars in lebanon
1: well i don't know i mean they have ruined his life he'll never he'll never work in the car business again i'm sure maybe as a service writer at a lebanon car dealership yeah, five hundred
0: <laughs> eighty eight million and you think he can make it up as a service writer
1: yeah i don't know maybe it's, well, uh, that is a commission position you know that's <laughs>
0: <laughs> Commission position. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy, I'll so, tell you.
1: you. go, Carlos. We love you, man. That that is crazy.
0: Any any news on when the movie's coming out? Who's going to be in it? No, I haven't kept up with. Now, all from of the that. picture you see there, who would be your actor you want to put in there? Oh, you know the picture that was in the papers. That's a Washington Post. Yeah, poster. One yeah of those I don't know. He does hoity, look like. hoity-toity like things a, that you read. He looks like a
1: actor of some sort. I,
0: he I, does. He looks. You know, he's got the right shirt. We'll have to. Mm. Ed Asner. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. No. <laughs> it's not around anymore. But it's a shame John Saxon isn't alive anymore. Oh, there you go. Okay, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what I do know? If you need uh, need parts for your classic muscle car? Where are you headed to?
1: Well, you're headed to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the link and hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience, or you can go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you wish. But you should most certainly go and visit the great muscle car experts at year one get one of their catalogs go online and look at their stuff anything that you need for your muscle car
0: they got it they got it check them out at year one.com cornelia georgia okay we'll be right back here bud's garage on north georgia's news talk am 515 fm
1: 102.9 wdun
0: Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire & More and Complete Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. Well, Tim, you know one thing I did notice at the racetrack last weekend? What? Cars overheating. Oh, Especially yeah. in Georgia in July, for goodness sakes. Right. But, you know, they were, they were stuck in traffic. hmm I, I must say that, you know, getting in and out of the track. Right. Uh, people stuck in traffic, and you, you know, taxes your cooling system, and you find out oh, if sure. you've got a, a weak link somewhere. Right. So might I suggest, Oakwood Tire and Moore, get your cooling system checked out, okay? Right. Um, the cooling system, you can get it pressure tested, flushed and refilled. And they'll check the fluid, the hoses, the thermostat, the water pump. A lot of that stuff you know gets tested by the pressure test itself. And let me explain what a pressure test is, okay? This is something you don't need to do at home. Something you need to do when the car is, is cool mm-hmm. and they put a, a, a d- d- device on the radiator cap. And they actually pump up the system, two, 15, 16 pounds, whatever it's supposed to be at. Some are a little bit higher nowadays. Right. And uh, it'll find leaks in the car safely for you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've got a water pump leak or something like that, or you've got an internal leak going into the engine, that's a different deal. They, You may not find it there unless you left a tester on it for, you know, half an hour, an hour, and you saw the pressure drop. Then you start chasing it. And they have dyes you can put into the, the coolant and that to find out what's going on. Um, but... You know, once you know the system is sound, mm-hmm. they can go ahead and flush the system, get all the crud out of your system, which you can't do anymore. You can't run this stuff in the drain or down your driveway or stuff like that. Oh, uh, It's got to be done. <laughs> what do you mean? You've got to do it safely, and a machine right. does, does it safely, and they've got a, re- a way to recycle all of that. So they can flush it, and they can put the proper fluid in because, as you know, all the vehicles are taking different color fluids now and the different right. the different color designates what chemicals are in the fluid because we've got plastic parts in our cooling system, rubber parts in our cooling system, mm-hmm. metal parts, you've got aluminum block, a cast iron block, you've got you may have copper if it's an old radiator, you may have aluminum if it's a newer radiator. It's got plastic O rings that hold the tanks on, like they used to be soldered on. And all that stuff can leak and cause problems. So Get it checked out, and don't forget the serpentine belt. Oh, right. It, it drives everything. Mm-hmm. So go to Oakwood Tire and More, 3120 Atlanta Highway, and get it checked out. Okay. And uh, tell them we sent you. I'll tell them. All right. Good deal. I uh, don't often have this happen to me when I'm in the shop. I'm usually up to my armpits and some crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's been a Mustang. Uh, yeah. I'm putting the interior in. I'm playing pretzel man. Oh, good for you. Trying to fit things and drill things and put screws mm-hmm. in and hope I didn't drill through the roof and things like that. Oh, as my I'm doing God. it. Have welcome to my that? world. Yeah, welcome to your world. Um uh, but in the middle of this, I got a call from Marvin Matching. Remember Marvin Matson from the Cadillac? Oh show? yeah, yeah, yeah. It is now Jim Shorky Cadillac and I met some of the people over there including one of the uh, principals, nice mm-hmm. folks, uh uh nice showroom and it's uh they invited me to drive a Cadillac Lyric.
1: Okay. That's the new electric Cadillac,
0: That's right? That's the new electric, all-electric Cadillac. Mm-hmm. I would say that it's about the size of a Grand Cherokee, but it is uh, shorter. Okay. And it's got a really good footprint. And it's, it's more of a station wagon-ish looking thing than an SUV, but it is an SUV. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah it's yeah, not, it's yeah. not real tall right it's down low and it's wide it's got a nice stance it looks good i like the fact that it's got a name not mm-hmm. a number uh, exactly it's a lyric and right. it's it's it we can call it we can say the ride was lyrical oh, oh yeah it drove like a cadillac i can tell mm. you that the one i was driving was uh 300 and some horsepower 340 horsepower uh single electric motor okay you can get it with a double electric motor all-wheel drive mm-hmm. and this particular edition is sold out already so Marvin was telling me Marvin Matson, our buddy from uh, from the Cadillac dealership for many years, he was telling us that, uh, telling me that they've got 23, I think, on order for okay. folks, and the folks are going to be happy when they get it. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's it's not a race car. It's a very luxurious car. It's got the pep of an electric vehicle, and the range is touted to be around 270 with it, 270 to 300 miles mm-hmm. uh, of range. I, I found that I think if I had the thing, I had it for two days. If I had it enough to drive uh, past the range, of yeah. what they say is the range. I think I could get more out of it because I found out that at fifty, sixty miles an hour, it was only using one kilowatt of power to maintain its speed. Wow! If you kept your foot off the accelerator.
1: Oh well, yeah. Okay. That
0: is something that people are going to have to learn with electric vehicles. You mm-hmm. don't have to keep your foot. Planted to the floor all the time to keep them going once once you get a car up to speed on on an interstate or something like that It only takes about five horsepower in a gasoline-powered car to keep it at speed once it's there, right? Um, So you know at 70 miles an hour.
1: Well, I've noticed with my uh, Hybrid the difference between driving 70 and driving 90 is a difference between 49 miles to the gallon and 39 miles to the gallon absolutely so and that's you know it doesn't get you anywhere that faster the faster speed only gains me a minute and a half or two in my 50 mile trip
0: and the cool thing about this car is it had a paddle on the side of the steering wheel looks like a shifter paddle Uh for regen so you could one foot drive the car you could drive the car with just the gas and that paddle Mm -hmm. and regen it would bring you to a complete stop and by doing that, I found that you gain more battery power than using the brake pedal itself. Wow. Because it's electric over hydraulic, the brake pedal. Okay. But the regen, you know, brings the motor in to, to, to slow you down mm-hmm. and it starts to build the battery back up quicker, I think. So I, I think we just need to train ourselves when we're driving these things. Oh, sure. It's going to be a whole different experience. All right interior was cadillac all the way through Mm -hmm. beautiful 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 materials the dash is almost 30 inches wide across the front and it's it's like four and a half inches by 28 or 30 inches across the front Mm -hmm. and it's like a flat screen tv if you would in in the sense that the top of the dash doesn't go all the way to the the uh the windshield bottom uh-huh. The top of the dash dives down, and then you've got a flat area that goes out to the, the windshield area. So you're not look, trying to look over a dashboard that goes all the way to the windshield. Okay. So for a short person like myself, very easy to mm-hmm. see out of the car. Um, door handles, you know, that has like the, the ones you touch the door handle, and the door opens, and then you open the door. Inside, it's got an old-fashioned metal door handle whoa modern deal they've kind of combined the the knobs and stuff from some of the old cadillacs put that feel into it right and uh you know the electronics all at the same time very quiet vehicle Mm -hmm. um, and it just handled great i got caught in the rain with it not yet you know i said it handles great because it's it is wide it's planted very well on the road and it's
1: it's probably heavy being electric right
0: 50 5600 pounds wow so you're, you're carrying some batteries with you. But I was in a monsoon with it, mm-hmm. and it just stuck. It just stuck like crazy. No hydroplaning or any of that. that that's a benefit that I could see to some electric vehicles with the right tires and stuff on them. You won't have the, the hydroplaning issues that you have with uh, you know, other cars yeah, that are yeah, lighter. Yeah. But a beautiful, beautiful car. I would recommend you go out and check one out, and uh, you know, hopefully it'll be a, a match for you hopefully yeah hopefully Jim be the first cab- on your block well i talked to one of the mechanics lawrence who's been there since 1985 and he told me you know these these things are bulletproof mm-hmm. you know the systems uh, electric steering electric uh, brakes on them like i said hydraulic over electric yep um the only thing i noticed it was a little weird on it is if you have the lane the lane keeper thing on and you're in curves it tries to help you too much Oh yeah. So I took that off when I was up in the Windy mountain roads, and it handled great. Yeah. So I I, I think for the money, man, you know, it's got it's got a lot of the expensive imports just uh, you know covered. Good. And you can get the you know you can get the self-driving version and all that kind mm-hmm. of thing if you want to go that direction. This one didn't have it, and I I was okay with that. But limited warranty covers four years or fifty thousand miles. Powertrain warranty six years or seventy thousand miles. Complimentary maintenance is covered for the first visit, your oil change and stuff like that. Check that out at Jim Shorty Cadillac, uh, 2355 Brownsbridge Road, and I want to thank those folks for letting me. Put some miles on their car. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm surprised they let you I drive fill, it. I filled them. it back up with electrons, and I went <laughs> to Extreme Clean and washed it. And okay. It All right. All right. Did you fill it up with high-test electricity? Yes, definitely. <laughs> from my level two charger. Uh-huh. But I want to thank Jim Chorkey for that. That was very nice of him. Okay. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, brought to you by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. From first responders to daily drivers, the parts, tires, and repairs
1: for what our town drives. Okay, Bud, so what do you think about this Toyota tackling Tesla?
0: I think that's an interesting tagline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that uh, that they're tackling them as much as they're improving on their design. Right. Maybe uh, taking their recipe and putting a few more of their touches into it and and bake in the car that way what's what's your take on it
1: well they're doing what they have always done that they kind of lost sight of for a little while which was taking good ideas and taking them apart and then improving on them so they recently since now they too have joined the electric vehicle revolution they're coming in kicking and screaming but but they are joining So they purchased several Teslas and then disassembled them and they were shocked, literally shocked, to find out how they were put together and and how far Tesla had advanced the production of the automobile because they came from out of the woodwork with their, because they weren't a traditional car company, they weren't following any kind of old leads. So things like gigacasting and using a gigapress to take uh, the entire rear assembly of the car and make it into one piece instead of making it out of 80 pieces. And they say that, uh, just for example, that one thing can now be done in a few seconds where putting all those pieces together took a few minutes. And when you're talking about a production line of automobiles, that's huge. So now they are taking these lessons that they learned from taking a Tesla apart, and they are going to use them to build their own electric cars and make them even better.
0: And it's not just the car that they're, they're focusing on. They're focusing on, like you said, the factory, the production itself, mm-hmm. the gigacasting they're doing. I think Tesla does it in one piece. Toyota's doing it in two pieces of front casting, rear casting. The battery pack is in the center as part of the structure.
1: Yeah, that's also the way Tesla is doing it.
0: Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I, I was thinking they were making it in one, one big piece. But anyway, Toyota's going to start doing this, and they're going to actually have the cars, instead of going down assembly lines as we think of some way of moving the car, mm-hmm. once they, they get the car to the right, right spot, phase of production right it's going to drive itself to the next stage to be worked on
1: see now that would make an interesting book right there it would be if someone from nissan hacked into their production facility and made those cars go crazy and drive them up <laughs> the th- <laughs> well you i guess you could
0: yeah I, it'd be like you know, christine mm-hmm. toyota's version oh my oh, goodness wow, my goodness but they're coming out with a lot of new batteries and stuff and i've got actually got a uh, a article on a a battery now that they're 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 touting 900 mile range 600 mile range uh you know we're looking at only one or two years out on some of these batteries they've got a solid state battery uh, which is a 20 20 increase over the lithium ion batteries Uh, they have a bipolar battery that they're producing Oh, they must have got that from my ex. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. The bipolar battery has the positive and negative on the same plate, if you will. Okay. I don't understand all how that, that how works. works. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was wondering if you, you know, what if your battery didn't want to be charged that particular day? That would make it bipolar. <laughs> any, any, oh. we're, any, anything for Any stretch for the humor portion of it here. But I think that it's really worth seeing. Uh, and they're, they're talking about vehicle development leads uh, taking only 20 to 30 months, mm-hmm. which used to take five to 10 years. Right, as we've been told by other car manufacturers. So, mm-hmm. uh, very interesting to see what's going to come out of
1: that. Well, it's going to be very interesting. I, I personally, I think that I mean, this solid-state battery thing is what everybody is trying to gain on. And even Toyota, they, they don't have it yet. They're saying that they're working on it, and by 2027, 2028, they, maybe they'll have it all. But once one of them gets it, they'll all have it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be, once it's out there, it's out there. Mm-hmm. So. Some good news from General Motors. Uh, General Motors has gotten a head start on talent for new cars uh, you know, as, they, as they come out. Uh, dealership technor- technicians, technor- technicians technicians are in short supply. That's what I meant to say. And they have had some very good uh, rates. They're at a 10-year high right now in their training programs mm-hmm. uh, of new technicians. Their program is, uh got 360 to 450 students a year. And it's part of a two-year-old marketing campaign. Uh, Bring us your talent. And uh, they allow the the young people to come in, work in the shop, obviously working on GM stuff. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about this is, when you're, when you're being trained by the actual manufacturer, and they've got the latest and the greatest and everything, the Correct. cars, the tools, the techniques. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're going to be working on those types of vehicles, you have to come from an automotive um, program, like a high school program or something like that, where you know the basics. And then they 'll take you to the next level,
1: well, and according to this article, they are sponsoring these candidates at uh, technical colleges and then plus that, allowing them to work in the facility, in the GM dealerships is uh, Do you think Lanier Tech might be
0: involved in any of that? Well we were approached from some manufacturers mm-hmm. uh, uh, not so much on the motorsports end but on the uh, regular automotive training end right so i'm going to delve into that i'm going to have their automotive instructor on with us and see what relationships they've built with some of the uh, manufacturers because that's the way to go you know oh, let, yeah. let the school provide the brick and mortar mm-hmm. and have the uh, the manufacturer bring in the the stuff
1: well do you think bud uh, from your experience do you think that once we go to electric vehicles i'm saying 10 years from now sure. and there are not uh internal combustion engines involves, that the vehicles will be easier, problems will be easier to diagnosis if they are only electrical problems? Will the diagnostic equipment be simpler to find faults with what exact circuit lies the problem?
0: I I think what's going to happen is you're going to see more and more of this module stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you're going to try to trace down a wire in a battery pack. Right you know, like you could do right now on a on a on an internal combustion car, you might have something in a circuit that you got to trace down a wire or something on I, I don't see that happening with it's going to be plug and play on the new cars mm-hmm. the electric vehicles you know you're going to have specific things that you test and it's either a go no go chart right and if it's a no go it goes back to the manufacturer. Wow. And I, that's what I think. Okay. You know, you're not you're not going to be trying to figure out what's wrong with an electric drive mm-hmm. unit. It's going back to the manufacturer. Because, you know, what's what frustrates the technicians at the dealerships now is the diagnostics. Yeah. The diagnostics will drive you crazy. Right. Because one thing will affect it. It was bad enough in the day of carburetors and things. If you don't understand what's going on, something as small as a vacuum hose can throw a, a, a kink in the whole process, mm-hmm. and you have to understand what affects what and what the outcomes are. So I think you need some basic knowledge first of cars and what's going on, but you're going to have to have some basic knowledge of electric cars. Right. So th- it's going to come from the high schools to the tech schools mm-hmm. to the dealerships, but I really think that uh, some of the, the major things in the, in the electric cars is just a matter of slide another one in place and send that one back to a manufacturer or a rebuilder. Okay. Because I think, you know, somebody that specializes in electric motors, send them an electric motor and they can, you know, they can take it apart and fix it and oh, sure. you have a reman immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually a lot quicker than I would think a, an internal combustion engine.
1: I would think. So, you know. Could, and a lot less messy.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Depends on how these electric motors are put together and made.
1: Oh, right. We'll, we'll find out. Okay, yeah, I guess we will.
0: Well, uh, are you saying that you want to... Uh, Become a rebuilder for electric motors? No, I'm not so, saying anything, anything like that. Anything with electricity. No,
1: no, no. I just want to be able to drive, get to the grocery
0: store, and not get electrocuted well, and get back home. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You can drive through the rain and make it line. Yeah, make exactly. Make it out of line. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be an aspect. Uh, Safety is going to be a big deal. on the
1: Oh, you won't and want to drive into a flooded area. No, no, no. I mean, Turn around. Technician. Drown. I mean technician. Oh, tech.
0: We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's Newstock Talk. W-D-U-N. welcome back into bud's garage presented by oakwood tire and more and complete auto parts where the pros and the folks who know go for parts tires and service well tim we talked earlier in the show about the uh, race i was at last weekend Mm -hmm. and uh so what did you think about the racing uh the racing was good saturday's race was really exciting Mm -hmm. uh sunday's race was going very good it was a little cooler during the day and the you know the, the 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 sun was out, but then there were clouds. And anyway, the race got started, and everything was going good until it wasn't.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that that would be lightning in the rain.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: uh, they got through enough of the race to call the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it was what it was. Yeah. Then it became a personal problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yes. My uh, my friend that took us down there to the race. We had loaded up the truck. He's got a dually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a diesel dually okay and we loaded it up with a bunch of stuff for the for camping and all that oh and you had a did you have a camper down there there was a camper another friend of ours brought a triple axle um, fifth wheel down there okay uh and so you were camping in the infield in the infield yeah on the pavement mm-hmm. very nice setup we had all the room you could imagine um because it was july 4th the week Of July 4th you know Mm -hmm. was was all week long a lot of people took their vacation the whole week right so what was normally crammed with campers like at the March race Mm -hmm. a lot of people were off different places okay so the the crowds probably could have been better you know had it been on a different weekend Mm -hmm. but the folks that were there got a very good show I will say that they they had stuff going on all week and the guy that took his camper down there was earlier. Was there earlier in the week. They had concerts going on. All oh, yeah. the vendors were set up. And, uh, you know, it was just a terrific time. Everybody at the track was great to us. Um, you know. Well, Brandon
1: Hutchinson, you know, he's, oh, he's, he's going to put go. on a, he's got to a great show for everybody.
0: But batteries became a problem for us. We oh, jumped, really? Yeah, because it starts raining. So we jump in the truck that's mm-hmm. all loaded, ready to go. And we're going to get out of there before it goes crazy because we can see what's going to happen. You know, as soon as the lightning starts and all that. We decided it's time to get out of dodge because the you know it's it's not it's not going to go all all the way to the end to the checkered flag so we jump in the truck and click 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 oh no so we're 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 thinking well we'll jump the battery batteries Mm -hmm. so we get a couple jump boxes out and just about the time we start doing this is when the rain starts in earnest so as you know, diesel doolies are high compression engines. They got glow plugs. They got accessories like all the rest of us have. Yeah. Uh, all the rest of our vehicles have. And batteries and temperature, high temperatures are just as bad as battery and low temperatures.
1: Mm-hmm. You get
0: above 80 degrees on a battery the ambient temperature and it starts to degrade degrade just like a battery does when it gets 30 degrees or below. So, we're we got jumper boxes out. We got we got cables, and we can't get the thing to start. So um, we found a loose connection. Voila, we fixed it, you know. Yeah. Turn that. No, it was just a loose connection, but it didn't help us out a whole lot. And what I found out in the, after the whole event mm-hmm. was jumping it off is a great idea if the, battery, if the whole system's in good shape. Mm-hmm. Let's say we had left the lights on. Right. And the batteries all went dead, and they were good batteries. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to jump it and get it started. When you start jumping things and nothing's happening, that usually indicates another problem. And in, in the case of this, you know, you only got batteries and you got a starter, basically, and an ignition switch. So as we're as we're going through all the different processes, we came to the deduction that we must have a bad battery. And I did a little research later on, and when you've got two batteries, it's not so you've got more voltage, it's so you've got more amperage. Okay. It's it's hooked up in parallel, so it's still 12 volts, everything mm-hmm. you're dealing with. But you've got more amperage to crank this engine over. And if you've got a bad battery, what happens is your alternator tries to charge that battery and bring it up to 100%. Meanwhile, the other battery is being kind of ignored, so you're making the system, the, the whole situation worse and you're not going to get it started because you don't have enough enough amperage okay the batteries in this truck had gone past their warranty by a year year and a half wow and that's unheard of you can't do that on a diesel no so and and then everything else started flaking out the dashboard lights were blinking and Mm -hmm. because of low voltages and voltage spikes and stuff we were trying to do to get the truck started so we made arrangements to get the truck brought back to gainesville here and he's gonna Get it troubleshooted, if that's a
1: word.
0: Troubleshooted? shot' <laughs> gonna, They're going to figure out what's wrong with it and uh, get it fixed. But I would recommend, if you've got a, a diesel dually, mm-hmm. that you, you know, when you replace batteries, you do them both at the same time. Oh, yeah. Make sure they're within the same warranty periods. Mm-hmm. And this particular vehicle had side terminal batteries on it. Oh, geez. And, and they're just miserable. that's the worst. And they're just miserable to try and jump and work with. Mm-hmm. You start tightening connections on the batteries, and you can pull the the connector out of the battery. Right. I would suggest if you're putting batteries in a dually, mm-hmm. you get top post batteries, rebuild your cables, take all your grounds off, clean them, do a complete, you know, deal all at the same time. Right. And if you're not capable of doing that yourself, you go to folks like Oakwood Tire oh, yeah. and let them do that kind of thing for you or your your dealer, wherever you got the truck, uh, mm-hmm. depending on warranties and stuff like that. But don't, don't mess with it because it's never going to go bad when it's a good time. No. And uh, let me tell you, <laughs> it was not a good time. But you got to be cognizant of the fact that batteries are very powerful. Mm-hmm. The amperage on some of these batteries, you can weld pieces together. To oh, sure. Together. Right. You can blind yourself, burn mm-hmm. yourself, you know, start a fire. So be right. very careful. Be careful. Let a pro do it. It's kind okay. of like the fireworks thing from a couple of weeks ago. Let the pros figure it out.
1: That's a good idea. Well,
0: it's the only idea I got. <laughs> Rotary valve engines. Oh, my God. Bud. I found this article. I just thought this was so cool. This came to me from Lauren Fix, okay? uh-huh. our car coach. Yeah. One of the biggest problems we have with... Uh, the engines we drive in our cars right now, whether it be diesel or gasoline, is you have a puppet valve, mm-hmm. a valve that's on top of the cylinder head. And that valve, when it's operating, is blocking part of the passage of the exhaust or the intake coming in. Right. So back during World War II, they came out with these rotary valve engines that were actually a cylinder inside of a cylinder, and this, the actual cylinder head didn't have valves in it. There were ports in it, like uh, the cylinder had ports in it like a two-stroke engine would have. Mm -hmm. And it had an an external cylinder. uh, And the intake and the exhaust would come in from around the cylinder. And as that outside cylinder rotated, if you could picture two windows in the cylinder and two windows in the external cylinder spinning around, when the windows would line up, that would be the intake or the exhaust. There was no valve in the way. Okay. But it was pretty complex. Yeah. They used it on aircraft engines, got it to work, but that's, that was a bigger situation. You start taking it down to car size, and it becomes different. Well, there's a company now that's come out with this rotary valve engine, not to be confused with a Mazda rotary engine. You could take an LS engine, for instance, mm. Chevrolet LS engine. Let, let's make it easier. Take an overhead cam engine. Replace all the overhead cams and the valves and all that stuff with a something that looked like a, a, a string of, of cylinders that had two doors in each one. Mm-hmm. And instead of having a cylinder head, you'd have a window in the top of the cylinder itself um, that would be sealed off. And as you rotated where the cams used to be, you rotated these valves. As the windows lined up with the windows in the cylinder on the top of the cylinder, you could actually have an intake and exhaust. And they've, got, and they've got engines like LS engines that they've run with this in it. The difference is you get twice the power, twice the power naturally aspirated out of the existing engines. Oh, really? By going to this design. But is
1: it more or less complex in the way it works and the maintenance required, et cetera, et cetera? Less, less parts.
0: You know, we're, okay. we're not there yet with producing this thing, mm-hmm. but they have made them and actually run them. I think the thing that holds back stuff like this is the materials, you know, sealing materials. Cause right. You're trying to seal something as you're doing all of this, and it's all moving at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think the advent of using, uh, you know, different materials now, ceramics and things like that. Right. We can produce seals that will put up with all the pressures. See, there. we need to come up with some high-strength pucky. What? Uh, you know, high-strength uck and, pucky. and that
1: does what? Well, it seals. Oh, okay. It's, if you could if you could ever figure out what it's made of
0: <laughs> huck and uh, pucky.
1: yeah huck and so, pucky. What? my
0: ex-wife used to call that gravy but
1: yeah okay
0: <laughs> well you're on an ex-wife roll today aren't you <laughs> well it was her birthday the oh other day, so. okay All right. that's good well you need any uh you need any huck and pucky for your Classic Muscle Car.
1: <clears throat> no, but if I did, I would go to the Muscle Car Experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast, so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience, or you can listen
0: to it at uh, any of your favorite podcast sites. Correct. Go to Access WDUN to hear the show and all the buffoonery that goes out every week. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have none of that at Year One. None. But they have None. everything else. But it's probably on back order. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Year1.com is the only place to go for you know restoring American performance. Right. All right, that's it for this week's show. Remember to keep between the ditches, shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Have a great week.